Welcome to Masterpiece Women. This is Tina Raines, and I'm the founder of Masterpiece Women, and I am so excited to have you here today. We are a community of authentic women from all over the world, growing together personally, professionally, building businesses and ministries together. And today you're going to hear from a great speaker. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite tea and sit back and grow with us. Thanks for being here, ladies. Hello, Masterpiece Women. Welcome back to this week's podcast. Today we are featuring Darlene Davis Horde, and we are so excited to have her. She is the founder of an incredible program for mentoring women, and it's Daughters of Zion, Women of Destiny. I love that, love that, love that. And I had the privilege of having some time with Darlene this last week and just getting to know her. And I thought everybody needs to hear from Darlene because she is a powerhouse. She's a mover and a shaker. God's using her in incredible ways. And so I would love, Darlene, for you to share a little bit about your story. You have so much value to add to the women. So welcome, Darlene. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here with you today, Tina. And, and you know, I always, you and I talk about there's always divine appointments. The Lord is always bringing people together to do a useful work for him. And I know when we connected, I, my, 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 like Elizabeth and, and, and Mary, my baby leaped in my womb uh, because we connected. And so I love I, it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm excited to be able to share my story. I mean, some of what I do um, with my mentorship program is because somebody mentored me, <laughs> you know, someone took the time, saw something in me that I didn't think was, I didn't even know was there and they poured into me and helped me and to help me to develop, to grow and to use my gifts for the kingdom. And more importantly, to find the fulfillment that each of us are always striving for. You know, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling down, you don't know where you're going, but it's a level of, of fulfillment that you come into. And, and uh, I was able to, to um, nurture, get that nurturing and development for the process to, to take me forward. And then a part of me just feels like I wanna help somebody else. I love that. There's nothing more rewarding, is there, than to know that, God's called you to something and you use your gifts and talents for him and you watch him just do his thing and you surrender yourself to him going, okay, I don't know what you're going to do with this, but here you go, Lord. And you watch yeah. him do the work. It's yeah. incredible. There's nothing more powerful than to know you're walking in your purpose and your passion. Yes. So how, how did you see that God like, led you down this we'll talk a little about you are an author so i'd love to talk about your book in a minute as well but like when it when it comes to your mentorship and how you are decided to do this program kind of walk through a little bit about what that looked like for you and how he led you into that path well it's interesting because um as i mentioned you know people reached out to me I, like so many of us women, I was broke, busted, and disgusted back in, in 20, 30 years ago when I just was trying to find myself, find my own identity. And um, I actually did a program living in California where I left from the Bahamas, but I lived in California working for the Bahamas government at the time. And um, there were many ministries that I was a part of while I was there. And there was a particular one that had a similar type of mentoring where you um, um, engaged with other women. It created a sort 
support system. You also had training. She was a psychologist by trade. So she dealt with inner healing, psychological, knowing the, the, the whole aspect of man is body, soul, and spirit. So don't negate any part of that. And that's what my mantra is all about as well. But I had been exposed to that and, and saw the value in it and saw how I grew and how I was able to process and deal with uh, certain things. And so from that perspective, it was always in the back of my mind that it's something that I think I want to do. Um, but I got to a point where I was like, I like to say I was in the backside of the desert because the Lord moved me all the way from California back to the Bahamas. And at that time, I was really spending some consecrated time with him. Uh, and he really began to speak to my heart about some things that I was called to do. It's a process of healing. You know, it's, it's, it's forever uh, uh, evolving. Um, but in the process, you know, I, I just started writing. I just I, I made it a habit of and, and everyone, most people that are on their journey with the Lord know how significant it is to have your journal. And I journals, I even wrote my prayers to the Lord, but I would always write and write. And I found that as I was writing, I was writing things that were not necessarily um, uh, a thought for my own thoughts, but it was, I was writing something and I realized that it was significant to it. And, and I then start, I penned the whole program. Um, but that was, but, but quite frankly, I sat on it for a long time uh, uh, until I moved back to the, to, the, to the U.S. And the Lord began to just open some doors for me for ministry. And women were just reaching out for me, uh, to me, to, to fellowship or to share or to minister to them, um, just wanting knowledge. And I realized I had a burden for it. I would see something in them that they couldn't see. I would almost want to shake them up and say, don't you know who you are? Come on. <laughs> right? I get it. Like sometimes I, I work with some of the women and they're just, I see this beauty inside out, these gifts, these talents, but the brokenness in them is still so significant that they don't see themselves that way. They don't see themselves as the masterpiece they are. They don't see themselves as the Lord sees them. And I just, I do sometimes, so I'm like, honey, look at yourself. You're so yes. amazing. Yes. And so that's why in our membership, we're so passionate about doing the affirmations, but our affirmations are the biblical truth and just going over and over and over in the auto suggestion and the repeating and changing those thought processes because yes. so many women don't see themselves the way they really are. And yes. so that's my passion and my burden. I think that's why one of the reasons that God said, okay, Darlene and Tina, you need to meet because I, I want you to do something, ladies. <laughs> That's exactly right. And that's how we connected because I happened to, you had sent me an invite for your, your masterpiece luncheon. And for some reason, I didn't see it until the day of. And afterwards, and I clicked on your, your, your um, uh, podcast. And I said, hmm, this is interesting. She's saying the same with some of the same things that I believe in. That's my philosophy. I've forgotten the name of the uh, person you were interviewing at that time, but I listened to it and I was so impressed. Uh, uh, because of the content. And I said, it's so good to, when you can see another ministry um, um, reflecting some of what you're all about. Mm -hmm. And, but we're in two different parts of the world, I thought, because in fact, uh, and I shared with you that when I listened to it, I said, wow, this is really very professionally done. I'm impressed with the content. And it reminds me of, of the, pro, the um, uh, ministries I used to be involved with when I lived in California, because they were really cutting edge at that time. And I'm talking 20, 25 years ago, um, but I, I heard 
it in you with the, the message and with the anointing that was coming through with the philosophy and the principles that uh, that you were sharing was very indicative of where my ministry is and where I feel God's called me to. So I, I right away, I knew there was some synergy with some of what we were doing. So I had to connect. <laughs> I love it. And just as we had lunch the other day and you shared a lot of what God is doing, it was just so relevant to what we're doing as well. And I'm just watching him. And ladies, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to encourage you connect in community with other like-minded women because God is doing something. He is rallying his ladies to do something very powerful for the kingdom. And in the marketplace, I see that God wants to do a movement and create women into the leaders that he's called them to be and to really make a huge impact out in the world, both in the marketplace and other places in the ministry, because there's so many women that need to hear your message, darling. There's so many women that need to hear the masterpiece women message. And so I, I look forward to just seeing what God does in unison. Cause I think there's going to be some great things that he comes that he does with it in the future. Yeah. And we're praying about some pretty big things that I want to definitely have you engage with as we move forward. And once God confirms them, we'll connect. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Well, the program itself, you know, is really all about helping women become better women, bring out the greatness in who they are, because sometimes they don't know. And it just takes, yeah. it takes people like us that are more mature um, to help them to see the light and to so, help them to, to do it. Your mentorship is, is in South Florida in um, Coral Springs, correct? And it's in person, correct? Well, we actually, since, since we've been virtual, our ministry has grown. Um, so that is now global, the Daughters of Zion Women of Destiny Transformational Wellness um, Mentorship Program, but we're now global in that we have representatives that have reached out to us from the Bahamas, from New York, from California, from Canada that have joined in with us. And we've been able to have them um, uh, uh, become engaged in the program um, virtually. You know, this virtual war world has really done some amazing things for us. And it was at a time when, when COVID-19 started, I said to myself, oh my gosh, I guess, I don't know. Um, and I had just quit my job and was doing this full time. I said, I, I guess uh, we may not be able to do it. And then everyone is realizing, oh no, I realized that God put in, put it in you and he has created a way. And in fact, one of the things that was a real great nugget was the Lord had said that he was ready to take the ministry global. And I started thinking, how am I going to go all over the world? I don't have time. I don't have money. How am I going to develop this? Da, 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 da. The virtual world. Hi. <laughs> Hello. That's so awesome. That. So last so year, good. the last two years. We've had uh, mentees that have joined in with us. They've flown over just for at least two of the sessions because the interaction is good in person. But we do we do a lot of the sessions uh, from the virtual platform, the Zoom platform, as a matter of fact, because we meet twice a month with different speakers that come in to speak on different uh, different areas within within the the mentorship program. Like I said, it's body, soul, and spirit. So we have specialty speakers, and we're going to have you as one um, that that will speak on different subjects, speaking on leadership, speaking on inner healing is a major component of it, speaking on understanding your spiritual gift. We have speakers that will come and speak also on um, financial 
financial literacy, because that's important for us to understand uh, the whole aspect of forgiveness and learning how to process through that, finding your purpose, setting your goals and putting a strategic plan in place to fulfill it. Um, and then and then the, the body part, we don't want to negate that. This body is God's temple and we have to manage it and we have to groom it and uh, keep it healthy, especially during this environment that we're in. So we have uh, someone that comes and speaks on nutrition, physical fitness. Um, uh, I happen to teach on deportment. One of the things I'm passionate about is seeing how a lady shows up and how she presents herself. It is, it, it does make a difference. Um, so we have etiquette and protocol, deportment, and helping them to become become excellent in everything they're called to do. How you show up often affects how certain people will receive you. So that's absolutely, a and it attracts the people. You know, when you talk about the law of attraction, right? When you think about um, John Maxwell has all these laws and one of them is law of attraction. And yes. when I'm coaching, I use a lot of his, um, his background and a lot of his books and different things like that. And the law of attraction, you attract what you present. That's right. And it's just the reality, you know, people are drawn to you because they like you, they trust you, and they want to be like you. And so right. when you present yourself in a professional manner and you have manners, which unfortunately, yes. you know, sometimes aren't out there these days, people want that and they thrive in that environment. And so it's so important that um, we give those tools. And I know, you know, I had to go learn so much of that because I wasn't raised with etiquette as being my, you know, um, instilled in me necessarily from my family I came, you know, was raised very, you know, poor. And yes. um, those are things I had to have people mentoring me. And I can't say enough about how important it is for those of us who have been growing and we only have to be a few steps ahead of it anybody. It doesn't mean we're the expert on everything. Right. Um, God doesn't need us to be expert. He just needs us to have experienced something and then we can share it and help other people grow in that area. And I think sometimes women are fearful of stepping out and doing something like you're doing, Darlene, mentoring other people because they're like, well, I'm not an expert. I'm not a John Maxwell. I'm not a this person or that person. And they compare themselves. And yet the reality is you just have to be a few steps ahead of somebody else. And God allows that so that you can use what you've learned to help the other person either not go through it themselves or you know deal with it in a better way, avoid yes. the pitfalls, right? And so- yes. I, I applaud you for you doing that because you do have a lot of expertise that you're sharing as well, um, yeah. but also courage because it takes courage to step out in faith and go, I'm going to do it. Just like you said, you had a full-time job and God called yeah. you to do it and you went and did it. Yes. And, um, you know, you have to have to do it no matter what, when he calls you, just say, yes. I tell him, well, just say yes. When he tells you to just say yes. 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 <laughs> and you know, the, the, the whole aspect of it is sometimes when God, gives you a vision to do things. Um, and many, many people may hold back from wanting to do it. But when you step out, he begins to send you destiny helpers. And you know, that's a pet word now, destiny yep. helpers. And, and, and when he gave me the vision to do the program 15 years ago, I sat on it because I said, geez, I don't even know how to do this, it's too big. But it wasn't about me. 
but it was about gathering of other women who have the same like-mindedness that have the passion and want to do. So some of, some of the areas where I fell short, there were others that came that, that were able to present, that were able to assist, that were able to even speak on different subjects that I was not an expert on. So it's just a matter of bringing people together, galvanizing a group of women that are being able to impart and, and to empower other women for greatness. I and love he, that. Sent, he, sent, he sent me other women that, that, that were there. That's why some of what I do, we do within the program. When I first started off, I started mentoring everybody and I was, of course, burning myself out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to find others that could come along and, and, and mentor the others and even speak on the different subjects that they're more of specialty in. My specialty is not necessarily in, in, in nutrition and, and physical fitness, but I know someone else who is. So they would be invited to be a part of the program to present their, um, their, their passion and their gift to help others become better women. I love that. And that's, yeah. you know, we, I keep, I love just listening because that we're just in so many ways, so much alike. And that's exactly what we do in our membership. We have other women that are, we have one person whose focus is health and beauty, who's just starting a series that'll be on our YouTube. It'll be in our membership. We have other women that are in the process of doing other um, programs that we're adding to the membership that, you know, God so, has so many incredible women, destiny helpers, as you say, yeah. for our, um, for our calling, whatever that is. And he will definitely provide those. And I love how he's done that with you. So mm -hmm. talk to me a little bit about your book. How did you know God wanted you to write a book? And how did, was that when you were talking about your journaling? Is that how the book came as well? Or how did that um, calling come um, to fruition? It, it, it's interesting. And I tell, I talk about it in the book. Um, the name of the book is Dwelling in the Secret Place of the Most, Dwelling in the Secret Place, which comes from Psalms 91. Everybody knows that dwelling in the secret place of the most high God uh, and abiding in the shadow of the almighty. That's what we do. So it's about prayer. It's my intimate walk with God in prayer. And, um, and so I, my journey with prayer started a long time ago because he called me as a prophetic intercessor, which is what I, I normally did. But I was teaching a class um, the church that I'm a part of is called the, the Faith Center with Bishop Henry Fernandez. We also have a biblical institute. And I was asked to teach. Um, so I was teaching a program on, uh, it was actually called School of the Prophets. And there were three of us that taught. And um, one of the subjects that I would, my aspect of teaching was teaching on the gifts of the spirit uh, and a specific class on prayer. So each year um, I found that I was developing more and more information. I'd get more downloads and I was writing it. And each year my teaching that I did seemed to have been growing and growing. Mind you, I only had 20 minutes. So, I, so it was growing to 40 to 60 to 80 minutes and I had to download it. So when I was on my time of consecration with the Lord that I would that you all do, um, uh, I heard clearly that he was saying that it was time. It was time to launch out one of my, um, and I heard, I heard God's voice. I heard my mentor's voice. Um, my mentor, one of my mentors was a, a, a 
Dr. Miles Monroe, who's passed away, and I heard his voice saying, it's now time to do the things that you were supposed to have been doing. One was the mentor and one was the book. And I said, book, I can't write a book. But when I got back, I was, I was um, uh, on a mountain in Phoenix, Arizona. But when I got back to Florida, I realized that I already had all the things that I needed to do this book. I had all the things that I needed to do the mentorship program. So over the years, I think the Lord had been developing and, and downloading it in me um, uh, and, and told me that it was time to share my story with others so that others can see the light, so that others can be drawn closer to him and find their gift and flow in it. And that's how the book came about. Really, is it's about my journey. Most of the contents in it is some of what I used in, in the teaching that I was doing at the class, and the Lord expounded on it. The book itself talks about um, the different aspects of prayer, the different types of prayer. I even have a special um, prayer, uh, uh, chapter in the book that talks about the um, uh the times of prayer, you know, there are eight watches of the day, night watches and day watches of prayer. Each of us are called to a different different time in prayer. And sometimes we wonder why. Some people wake up at three o'clock in the morning and they can't, they can't sleep, they have to pray. Some people at 6 a.m. in the morning, some people at 6 p.m. They're different times, but there are significant to the different prayer watches of what's going on in the spiritual realm. And, and that may help you understand what God wants you to do at that hour and why he's calling you to that hour. So as I talk about that in the book as well. And, and basically the different types of prayer, like I said, like the prayer declarations, you know, uh, uh, and everyone today is recognizing the power of declaring God's word in your mouth, out of your mouth. Uh, uh, the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue and they who Amen. use it shall eat the fruit thereof. You've got to use it. So if we learn to declare uh, what God says, not so much what we say or what we want. Declare the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord, because it will not return to him void. So a lot of it is, is based on my prayer life, um, how I got my breakthrough and how the Lord developed me in, in ministry. And I felt that there were some nuggets in it with what he's taught me that I'd love to pass on to others so that they too can develop their prayer life. Their intimacy with God is through prayer. Amen. I love it. Okay, ladies, I'm showing you my book. I was gifted this book. Those of you on the podcast can't see it, but those on the video on YouTube, you can make sure that you go check it out, order her book. But can they get it on Amazon, Darlene? It is on Amazon. It's it's on Barnes and Noble. It is Perfect. on Amazon. It's even on Walmart. But yeah, it beautiful. Is well, um, ladies, you definitely want to. So I just started it. Darlene blessed me with it. And I cannot wait to really dig into it. I just had it this weekend and I'm going to be um reading it over this week. So I'm going to encourage you ladies, go grab a book and enjoy because I believe it's got some great, great nuggets for you. So one of the things we love to talk about, one of our pillars and one of the things that we believe is very important in building community and building relationships and even making a great impact in the world is us as leaders being authentic, because when we take those masks down, we get real with other people and share our burdens, we share our failures, we share our difficulties in life, and we also share how we overcame them. It just helps other women to be free to do the same. And the more we all do that, the more we will thrive personally, but also the more impact we'll have. Because I know some of my greatest moments that I have felt like God used me was when I shared my story and my failures or my um, 
abuse story where women said, oh, wow, Tina, that was your life, really? I had the same life. Let me tell you my story. And they start sharing and it opens up those wounds in their hearts so that they can free themselves. Because once you address them and deal with them, there's so much growth in that. And so we're very passionate about that with Masterpiece Women. And so, Darlene, I would love for you to share a little bit about what authenticity looked like in your walk and in your ministry and how, how does it play a role today in how you lead? Wow, that's a loaded question. I don't know if you have the time. <laughs> but, you know, one of the things I, I, one of the mantras that I like to talk about and share with, with people is, is, is um, uh, to thine own self be true. Uh, and so each of us have to look in the mirror at some point to discover who we are and be truthful about where we, where we are, where we want to get to and where we're not and what we're going to do to do something about it. Um, I, in my walk with, with God, um, growing up in the Bahamas didn't have a lot. Uh, and again, and, and also got involved with a very abusive relationship. So that's one of the things that I had to overcome of learning to love myself and didn't even realize how insecure that I was in that with the insecurity, I accepted certain behavior because I didn't think I could do any better, but the devil is a liar, <laughs> right? Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I, I had to come to the realization that, you know, I, why am I constantly depressed? Why am I feeling suicidal? Why, why am I not doing anything better with myself? So I had to come to a revelation and an understanding. It didn't happen right away. Um, one of the things that happened for me, which caused my life to pivot to a different direction as a 21 year old. Um, um, I just, I had been involved with fashion and, and uh, the beauty industry and got involved with the Miss Bahamas pageant. And to, and, and <laughs> to much to my surprise, I won the pageant, right? Which oh, wow, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It, it was, it just, it just happened. I was involved in the fashion industry and my, my uh, coach had, had um, and, and he had influenced and said, you know, you should go do this pageant. And, you know, it was, it was like, God just stopped and said, okay, enough is enough. This abuse is enough. You need a way out. And so I decided I'm going to jump in and I'm going to do this, whatever happens, be it be whatever, it, whatever happens is going to be something different and better. So it pivoted me into seeing myself in a different light because after all, they believe that I'm beautiful. My goodness, <laughs> who would have thought? Uh, and who would have thought you want me to represent the Bahamas at Miss Universe? Me, little old, this island girl? Uh, so it was a process of, of learning and, and starting to see myself differently. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so my life began to change and take shape and I did things. However, in the process of being Miss Bahamas, uh, because I had to, I was, I, I traveled all over the world from Europe to, to, to Korea, which is where the pageant was at Miss Universe. And, and I just became this person. But unfortunately, I started putting on masks, Tina. I started, you know, I wasn't being true to myself. I was, I became what they said I was. Um, although it had, it had its glory days and it helped develop me and gave me the confidence and, and was able to, knowing how to present myself. But in the inside, I was still so broken and so lost. I did not know who I was. I was so, um, I think I got on drugs and alcohol and, and uh, whatever it was that could appease my loneliness from the inside out. Um, mm -hmm. So I came from that 
background and still got involved with abusive relationships because the, the, the cycle repeated itself, which often happened with people that are in abusive and, and people that are insecure. The cycle repeated from one type level of abuse to the next um, until I, I found myself in a drunken stupor one day. Um, and I said, because I grew up Catholic, so I knew there was a God. And I knew that this wasn't the life that I was supposed to grow in. Uh, uh, and I remember saying, I've got to go. I've called a cousin of mine to say, I visited her church once. I've got to come to you to your church. And I went there and gave my life to the Lord. And that began a journey of really self-discovery and healing, where I went through a level of deliverance, inner healing, and coming to know who I was in Christ Jesus but it was getting back to your point. It, it was a level of, I was not being authentic mm -hmm. and I had to learn how to find who the authentic self is, who God's created me to be and no longer believing the lie and, and stop and say, no, there's not something better for that God has for me. And this is not it. So let me be on me, be, be my and discover my authentic self so that I can not only do this for the betterment of others, for myself. You know, it's like to myself, I had to be true. I had to learn to love myself. I had to learn to cherish myself. I had to learn to how to say no. And I had to learn how to stand up and learn how to grow out of the black hole that I felt that I was in. Um, but I had to be true to me, realize looking in the mirror, yeah, you look good on the outside, but baby girl, you're broken on the inside. Yeah. And so let's deal with, let's go inside. Let's go inside. And so praise God, the Lord sent other women, powerful women that knew about inner healing and, and the whole psychological makeup. And I went through counseling, years of counseling and people shun the idea of having counsel, but it's the most healthy thing you want to do for Absolutely. yourself. <laughs> it's the I... most healthy thing you want to do for yourself to thine own self be true. And so take the time out. Uh, you know, this is the one thing that when I counsel with young ladies that want to be married and I said, well, you know, why well, haven't gotten married? I said, perhaps you're not ready yet. You know, you have to be made ready. Find, find a level of wholeness in yourself first before any man could find you and in fact he is supposed to find you not you find him so it's a whole process and a journey that i went through i know i'm saying a mouthful but you asked the question and and, and it really is about being authentic uh and but the authenticity has to come with you turning within uh, from your brokenness and help yourself to become whole again so that god can use you Absolutely. And, you know, it's so important to have that tribe of women around you, like you described, because when you're going through that healing, it's a painful process, ladies. I yes. know that when you start looking at yourself and you look at those places that are hurting the abuse. And I mean, I went through years of counseling myself, but I would say where I thrived and I grew the most counseling is so powerful, so necessary. And I encourage everybody to do counseling. I also, though, encourage you to get a mentor, get someone who's walked the path before you and let them pour into you. Because when you really are around with a tribe of women who will be authentic with you, some of my dearest friends are the ones that will say to me that I can go to them and ask them the real raw questions. How do you see me in this circumstance? Do you see the anything in me that you're seeing that I need to work on and doing that 360 is huge because if you have women who will authentically feel safe enough to tell you 
the good, the bad, and the ugly, ugly. so that That's you right. can grow and you be willing to receive from them because you trust them then you grow like nothing you've ever done. And that's really why it's we're so passionate about the authenticity because you want to have people around you. I'll never forget one of my dear friends. I said something negative about somebody. And this was several years ago. And she looked at me and she said, Tina, you're not being your best self. Mm. And I just went, oh, <laughs> what did I just say? You know, it, but it was a habit and so much of what we have and what we keep in our spirits are habitual. And so we have to be intentional, but we also need women around us that'll call yes. us on our stuff yes. and let them call you on your stuff so you can grow. Right. That's exactly right. And that's the, the basis of the mentorship that I have is based on being a Titus two woman and the Titus in, in the book of Titus, uh, 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 Paul, who wrote it to to the to the church of Titus, was in, encouraging the men and the women to reach out to train the others, to teach the others how to be women of excellence, teach them and train them and nurture them. And that's what mentoring is all about. Absolutely. Us as mature women that have are professionals that are have a level of success or that have gone been through the trenches and been been healed to reach back out to the other young younger generation uh, or the other women that want to get to that place of freedom and liberty and wholeness above all things. It's, it's nothing like seeing somebody, you could tell when someone's broken uh, just by the way they carry themselves, just by the things that they're doing or they're not doing. Um, and so with it, when you use the Titus II principle, it's, it's people like you, Tina, and myself that can reach out to other women to help them, to help them pull up your socks. You know, if you're walking down the road and you see someone with their slips hanging, why not stop and say, sister, you want to pull up your slip <laughs> you know uh, and Absolutely. it's just you're just helping her look better you're just helping her enhancing and but that's what mentoring is is to enhance is to empower to, 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 to help you get get to the greatness within yourself Absolutely. And there's nothing better than to have, have a great mentor and have a great circle of women around you to um, help you get there as well. So we let's become midwives the, for them. We become midwives for them to help them give birth to what God's put inside. Exactly. Us. And you know what? The reality is women, none of us have arrived. I have mentors in my life and I continue to grow every day and I continue to see God reveal things in me on a, almost on a daily basis of things where he wants me to grow in him more. And so don't ever feel like, well, I can't be a certain way. I can't do things that way because I'm just not there yet. You know what? It, we're all works in progress. I promise you, I'm still a mess in many ways. And God reveals my messes, but he's just gracious. He gives them to me a little bit at a time, deal with this, deal with this. But we all have our things that the enemy um, tries to wreak havoc in our lives. And yet when you're intimate with him and you have that relationship with him, you know that you have the power to overcome it and you have the yes. tools. And that's yes. the biggest thing is learning the tools. And if you dig in the scripture, you dig into the time with him and prayer and worship, you gain the tools and having a circle of influence around you that can lead you well and that can also you know, challenge you. We want to challenge each other. Yes. We want to hold each other accountable. Yes. And so it's such a powerful thing. I would love, because we only have a few minutes left, Arlene, I would love to hear from you. What was like 
one of the, do you have a mentor that gave you like that one piece of advice that you've kind of used over and over and over in your life that you remember was so powerful that you used and how have you like applied it in your life? Give us an example. Sure. Um, it, there's so many examples. I think I said before, one of my mentors was Dr. Miles Monroe. Uh, one of my other members were uh, mentors was Dr. Cindy Trim. Uh, and so a number of them where they poured into me and gave me advice and had me learn how to, and I talk about journaling, writing is so significant. And, and so one of the things I was accountable to them for some of the things that I was going through. Um, and so the advice that I think they gave me more than anything is to just trust the Lord, trust God with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And so many ways, some of us, we should acknowledge him and he will direct our path. That's what the scripture says, right? But that's very real. And that's some of the advice that they gave, gave me was to learn how to trust him and not lean on myself, lean on him lean on his power and his authority inside of me many times we try to think that oh yes i can do this yes da, 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 da. no sometimes you know you have to learn the power and the gifting comes from above it comes from him so learning how to trust him in the process and leaning on him in the in the journey that we're on uh so that we can overcome and be the our best self here on the earth as he's created us to be I love that piece of advice. You know, it's interesting when God called me out to be a missionary for those years leading the movement against human trafficking, that scripture was given to me by one of my pastors. And he said to me, he says, Tina, you are a phenomenal leader. He goes, what I want you to do though, is I want you to dissect that, this scripture. And I want you to look up every part of it. I want you to do this study. So I did the study for like a week and you couldn't believe how many places in the Bible it would go yeah. from here to there and, you know, come back to that scripture. And, um, but what he said to me was this, he goes, because your greatest strength is your independence and your leadership abilities. Your greatest weakness is your independence and your leadership abilities. <laughs> he goes, when you, when you go to go lead this ministry, you have got to be in a place where you're trusting God completely. And you, and I realized in that season, this was years ago, I didn't completely trust God because I had been abused as a child. And so I didn't trust him. And there was this, there was this gap there for between myself and God and my leadership, because I tended to get, I, I could do great things. God had gifted me with gifts and talents and I could build, you know, multi-million dollar businesses, all those things. Yeah. But yet I was many times I would fall on leading on my own understanding and my own strengths, my own yeah. gifts. And he let me fail a few times to yeah. show me, honey, <laughs> don't depend on yourself, depend on me. Yeah. And it was such a valuable lesson. So I love that because when we trust him and know who he really is, we have everything we need. We have all the tools, you know, we need to go get other tools, other things to help us grow. But he has it all within us. He's given us everything we need to do whatever he's yes. called us to do, yes. but we have to lean on him and it yes. be him who does it. 
That's right. Because it doesn't work otherwise. It just is right. not going to be effective. It's not going to be what God's called us to do if we're not trusting him. And so that's a very powerful lesson. I love that. That's yeah. a great piece of um, piece of valuable, valuable yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. information. Not only do we get, it prevents us from being burnt out, but it also allows the Holy Spirit to flow through us. You know, and not my spirit, not my soul. It's, my, it's his spirit that's doing the work. It's yep. him that does the healing. It's him that does the the um, the ministry. Exactly. So it's and there's such freedom in that because it doesn't fall on you. It's like, okay, right. Lord, this is yours. I need you to show up for this because you've called me to do this. How do you want me to do it? Yes. And so when you do it, and if if it does fail, it's just the life lesson that he wants you to learn from. And it's not that you're you know, it's not a negative. And so many yes. times people find themselves, they try something, they do something, and it doesn't work and they beat themselves up to pieces. And the reality is if you're trusting God and you know that you're supposed to do it, even if you step forward to do it and it doesn't succeed, it's a valuable lesson. So I tell everybody, fail forward. Don't Amen. worry about whether you're going to fail or not. Because what happens if you do succeed? What That's happens right. if you don't fail in it? That's How about right. that? Keep your That's focus right. on that. Yes. So. Yeah. And you know, we, we grow the most in our failures and our hurts, our pains and our shame. We could only, we can only go up from there. You know, like it's like the Bible says, he's delivered me out of the Mary clay and, and plant me on a rock to stay. Exactly. <laughs> so grow through it. And, and you don't know you have certain muscles unless you get exercise in it. You know, so even in our failures, there's victory because we're growing all the more stronger. One of the things I always talk about, even within my, my book on prayer, is if you want to develop a prayer life when you have a problem, that's how it is. I, I would often ask the Lord when I have an issue, I said, okay, he's developing my prayer life. I'm going deeper with him <laughs> in this process. <laughs> so he's developing my, he developed. You would never know, like a song that says, Pastor Andre Crouch, uh, uh, you never know you had a problem if you didn't, you never, you, you would never know that God could solve them if you, if you didn't have a problem. And so you have to learn to realize that, 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 that things that, that you, that come in your life is coming to make you strong, making you more authentic. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So true. Well, Darlene, it's been a pleasure having you. I'm so excited that God's put us together. I'm so excited to have you in our membership platform and, um, seeing you this week at the luncheon. So yes. I look forward to seeing you and I look forward to just watching how God uses, continues to use you and um, you. what he's going to do on this journey with Masterpiece Women and yourself. So have a Good. great, great rest of your day. Thanks. If I could just have persons, we are starting the new program June 19th is the, the, the program that's getting started again. And, and everyone can log on to my webpage, which is www.daughtersofzion-wodglobal.com. It's a webpage where you can go in and, and apply by registering and have your ladies come and join us. We're looking for mentors and mentees in this season. Our program uh, uh, theme this year is preparing women for their new beginnings, the new power, and their new season. This is my Love our eighth year. Um, and so we're, we're all about preparing them for the greatness that God has in store for them. New beginnings, new power, and new season. Beautiful. Well, I'm going to post that in our, um, at the, 
on the bottom of our podcast, ladies. So take Thank a look you. in the text so that if you want to be a mentor or you want you need mentoring and you're looking to do a mentorship program, definitely reach out to Darlene and um, the link will be down below. So have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll see you in the membership platform. Remember, we have 30 days free. So sign up today, join our membership and watch how God uses you to build business, to build ministry and to just grow. Some of you may not even have a business or a ministry, but yet, so you feel like, well, how would I get value from it? We have incredible leadership programs in there as well. And the collaboration on a weekly basis between the women is absolutely incredible. So you don't want to miss it. Join our community today and I will see you on the next podcast. God bless you. 